Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnan. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. And he's here to help me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Someday we'll be, I'll just get a chat GPT. But for now, we've got Dennis. Uh, no, just kidding. <laughs> He's irreplaceable. Come on, no way. We would, artificial intelligence. I mean, it's going to blow us all up, but we'll get to that later in the show if we have time. Um, <laughs> let's get to your calls, though. You're nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We've got Richard, believe it or not, out in California. Hey, Richard, thanks for calling in. What can we do for you? Yeah, thank you for taking the call. Um, I'm originally from Connecticut, but my nephew who lives in Farmington, Connecticut, gave me the contact number to give you the question. But I have a question reference to a blocked Gmail account. Yes, sir. Uh, I put in my – and this has happened a couple of times in the past, and when I put in my password, there was never a problem. But mm -hmm. now they won't accept my password. I tried three previous passwords without success. Oh boy. Finally, they blocked me and uh, said that uh, it will take a month before they were able to prove that um, it's me. They want to be sure it really is me. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I, I, when I go to the restore process for my email, um, they will send you a code. Uh, I have two emails. Uh, one is Gmail, and the other one is Yahoo. Yep. Uh, and they said they would send me a code, and uh, they never send me a code. And it's to a, a phone that I have with a 787 area code, yep. uh, which is from Puerto Rico, where I used to live prior to moving to the Bay Area in California. All right. So, so um, well, let's start right here with the fact that they, they are sending you a code, but you're not ever getting the code. Correct. So what that means is, as far as I'm concerned, I think you have, your email has been compromised by somebody else, and that person then changed the 2FA to send the code elsewhere. Right? If you're not getting it, it obviously no. means it's going somewhere else. And you can configure your 2FA on your account. And this happens in any other application, too. If, if the bad guy gets in um, somehow... now. It's weird that they were able to to defeat the 2FA, but my thought is they probably were in your Yahoo account first or something to that effect. Um, you know, it depends on which account they compromise. If you can compromise the Yahoo account, then you'd get the 2FA to, 
to get into your Gmail account. And Yahoo is, again, these are both quote-unquote free services, right? So my guess is the bad guy compromised that one first. And then when he logged into your other one, he's like, oh, hey, I'm getting the 2FA for Richard. (laughs) That's my guess. Um, So the thought might be that you may want to consider a real email account going forward. Um, You know, like a Proton Mail, something that's a little more real where you pay for it and it becomes more formal. These days it's becoming kind of ridiculous to keep using these email, these free email boxes because the security is pretty poor and most of these companies have been already hacked in some way and the passwords have been released. Yeah, I mean, there's been breaches all over the place, especially with Yahoo. There's been multiple breaches over the past 10 years. So, And if you use the same password on both mailboxes, that also would be part of the problem. I mean, what password did you use, Richard? Uh, you want me to tell you the password that I used? Sure. Oh, uh, I got so many of them. I can't remember. Um, but uh, I'm sorry, I just don't remember the. That's password. That's okay. I was, if you told me, I would have stopped you anyways. That's <laughs> that's usually how the bad guys get in. They simply ask for your password. They could have fished you. Uh, they could have fished your Yahoo account. They could have fished your Gmail account by saying. What's your password? Or they're gonna, they could have said, hey, we want to authenticate you to your mail system. And it looks like a Gmail authentication. And you type it in and you literally are giving the bad guy your password. Um, so being locked out, you really have no power. You know, Google has their process. Yeah. And I have heard of the, of the month-long lockout. Hmm. And I think I don't think it's because it takes them an entire month to, you know, resolve the issue i think they're forcing everybody that's trying to get into the account to back off and wait right and then whoever persists is probably going to be the genuine account owner right so that that's why that delay is in place i think so that's a good thing that your account is right it's good for you it's a real pain in the neck that it's going to take that long but it's good for you but going for going forward consider a real one Okay, and uh, so how do I get a real one? So Proton is one of the one we recommend. It's actually a Swiss company, um, and uh, it's also yes, sir. Okay, fully, it's all encrypted email. I think okay. the domain is proton.me. Correct. <laughs> and we'll put a link up there for you to look at it. Yeah, and and really, folks, you guys really should consider this. All of your all of your your digital life is connected to an email box. And in some cases, you're still using AOL or Hotmail or Gmail or, you know, it's you're, you're literally just an accident waiting to happen. And of course, if folks reuse your, if you're reusing your passwords on these services too, because you know you got in a long time ago and you, your password was whatever it was, ice cream or something silly. If that ever got breached, where you logged into a service and you use that password, the bad guys are just looking on the dark web for all the passwords that have been breached, and then it's logging into Richard's email and saying, oh, I see he uses the password of ice cream here, too. I'm in your email yeah. now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've changed my password on the on Gmail account multiple times. Right. Um, so, um, somebody well, got what it. Does, what does Proton, Proton.me, what, how much does that cost? Um, it's not too expensive. I don't, I don't have it off the top of my head. Go ahead, dude. Did you know? I don't. Thanks. I don't remember the price. It wasn't too much. It's yeah. It's it's kind of a trivial amount of money, considering okay. your whole digital life is connected to your email system, right? Yeah, I've got important emails that I'm not getting. Right. Well, really you, important, including medical information, and and it's just very frustrating. And and the other th- other scary thing is, Richard, is the bad guy is reading them. 
or had been access to reading them, right? Yeah. Um, and so what happens then is that they can then do further damage to you by tricking you by acting like they're your medical provider and asking you for more uh, information. Yeah, yeah. So when they when the bad guys get access to your email, it's really a bad day. So, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I don't have any way around it as far as dealing with the lockout um, that I can think of. And okay. And thank you. I appreciate your help. Very, very much. Thank you, Richard, for calling in, and good luck. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So... Yeah, you know, this is a, this is a common issue, right? Whether you're running, you know, any kind of mail system. Number one, have two FA enabled, and he and he did sort of. He had two FA enabled through Yahoo, yeah, correct? And it wasn't going anymore. It wasn't going to, to him anymore. And then the alternate to that was a phone number that, yeah, obviously was changed too. Yeah, yeah. So once the bad guy gets access to your account, um, and I think the only way it was, was possible was because the bad guy had access to Yahoo. I mean, it had to have been. He was getting that. He was getting that second factor. Ugh, it's just awful. Um, let's go on to Joanne in Windsor Locks next, if we have a moment. What's going on, Joanne? How do I roll back? How do you roll back your operating system? From 11 to back to 10. Well, oh. You had a very limited time limit. Ahead, I know. Dennis. It's only, only been a couple of days. Well, let me, uh, okay. What you're going to do is open up the settings app, and then okay. you're going to click on Update and Recovery. And okay. then over on the left, I think there's an entry called Recovery. Okay. And in there, there should be an option. Here, let me... Okay. Okay. System Recovery page on the right side. All right. Um, if you go to... Sorry. If you go to System in the Settings app and then Recovery, right right on that page, you should see a Go Back button. Okay. And if that button is not clickable, it's too late. you aren't going back. Okay. If it's clickable, <laughs> it will ask you a sequence of questions. Um, but what you're going to do is, uh, you're first of all, it's going to try to convince you not, not to. to do it. <laughs> 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 Do you really want and to go back, Joanne? It's going to no. ask you why, and, uh, and then it's going to say, would you rather check for updates for Windows 11 rather than go back? And you're just going to say, no thanks. Uh, and then you're going to click next and next, and then go back to Windows 10. You're literally going to have to get past all of these little hurdles that yeah. Microsoft is going to throw. But... Uh, I don't even want to tell you what all the language is in these questions because it could change. Right. And it might be different on your computer than it is in mine right now. Um, but what you want to do is just refuse each each of the objections to going back, and then you should be able to go. And okay. one thing I want to tell you is that rollback process can take some time. Mm, yeah. We're talking a couple of hours in some cases. <laughs> Even with an SSD, this should be fast. Yeah, it's still Microsoft bloatware being well, reverted it, it, back. It also is copying all the saved settings from all the, of the, the config before. It's copying the almost the entire uh, parti uh, Windows uh, partition, yeah, and saving it in case you want to get any of that data back. So it it is a benefit to you. It's just a lot of time that you're going to have to wait for it to finish. That's all. 
Okay. All right, Jimmy. Why, why are you going to go back? Just curious. <laughs> because it was accidentally that I hit okay. Oh, that you upgraded? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, it, so, hmm. If you haven't really had a reason yet to go back just because of the accident, you have gone forward. You you probably still have some time, like Dennis mentioned. Was it fifteen days, Dennis? Before you have before you can't go back. The, yeah, it's ten days. Ten days. Yeah. So, my my advice would be to maybe look around, see if if it works, rather than undoing it just it for the sake of undoing it. Okay. I know that might sound silly coming from us, but it you you really haven't given me a reason yet to why <laughs> you want to go through that two hours of pain and go back just because. They tricked you into going forward, but well, I I like ten. Sure, sure. Yep. Well, ten is a great operating system. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie about that. No. It's really good. But I Ele- mean, eleven moves the furniture around a little bit. It takes the little start button and moves it from the left to the center. <laughs> center, <laughs> and you can't move the you can't move the taskbar to the top yeah. or side of the screen. Yeah, so you have to learn about it. So it's up to you. I'm just just curious. You can do what you want. Okay. But right. I do have Proton Mail, and I signed up for it the very first time you mentioned it. Gotcha. So you've got a nice, secure email, and you got, you've turned on 2FA with that, right? Yeah. Good. Good. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Joanne. Good luck reverting back. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. So she's got something to do this morning. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Four, four to five lines here, wide open. Feel free to get online. I know it's going to start raining, and you're trying to do whatever you can before it does. But 860-522-9842 is the number. No matter where you're calling on the planet, even in California, we got a call today. Uh, you can go ahead and give us a ring. We'll do our best to help you out. Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com, so you don't have to remember the links, and you can get, to this, get right to the stories we talked about and shake your head like we do. We'll be right back. <laughs> Songs seem to sound the same so far. <laughs> Just kidding, Karen. Well, well, this one has a little guitar in it, yeah. but yeah. So we're gonna be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. Yeah, we we were talking a little bit off air about you know artificial intelligence, and uh, there's a lot of that in the news, right? And uh, you know, all the the Godfather of AI is saying, oh, I don't know what I created here. We should stop. We should stop this. And there's some guy testifying for Congress saying, oh, we should pause AI. And, um, heck, I've seen all the, the sci-fi movies like everyone else, right? But I also lived through Y2K. Oh, yeah, so did I. And uh, that was a big nothing. I mean, we did a, some, some things were impactful, well, but they scared the crap out honestly, of the public. Honestly, I was going to say, it was a nothing, but it was also a disaster. Right, yes. And it was a disaster precisely because it worked up a lot of people right. over nothing. Right. There are speakers that are still in this studio that have a Y2K OK sticker on them. Um, <laughs> I kid you not. It's right oh. up there. It's right up there. Dennis. Oh yeah. Um, that's how crazy Y2K was. Now we also, you know, COVID. We can talk, discuss whether or not the uh, what we did through COVID, global warming. You know, we're going to change the temperature of the planet by a degree. Oh, AI. AI is going to kill us all. That's where they're going now, right? AI is going to kill us all. You know, it, it, had I just been born yesterday. Maybe I would think that too, right? AI is, oh, it's so scary, right? We're going to have a Terminator scenario. They're going to, you know, 
blow us all into smithereens. However, I would contend that having AI, let's just use the example of our state treasury, where the state treasury, had they just put and invested in index funds, we would be $27 billion richer in Connecticut, less taxes, more affordable state. And if you had AI helping those dingalings that said, hey, did you realize you're getting your butts kicked and you're doing a really crappy job? Maybe we should invest in this. Maybe we'd be $27 billion richer because the actual intelligence in that department wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Maybe artificial intelligence would have been helpful. Um, and you can apply that across all sorts of things, right? We, we, had, we, had a, we did a, a webinar with two-factor authentication that we use for our clients to secure their systems called Duo. And that technology uses AI to understand uh, impossible travel. Right, So if I log in and have a 2FA thing on my phone where I say, hey, I'm here in Connecticut, when I click on the 2FA, and then you know, three hours later, somebody in Uzbekistan tries to connect in, well, I couldn't physically get to Uzbekistan. right? So the, the, the 2FA is like, well, clearly that's somebody hacking into the system. I'm not even going to bother allowing them to try. right? That's artificial intelligence. So you know, all this talk of pausing AI, and Elon's been talking about it, and all these guys have been talking about it. Number one, cat's out of the bag, kids. Yeah, it's here already. Right. What are you going to do to pause it? Are you going to ask everybody to pause it? Do you understand state-sponsored terrorism exists? So what, are you, what are you talking about here? Who's going to be pausing it? Only the people who, who are law-abiding or who are cooperative. So I'm not sure that makes any sense. And to freak everybody out about AI is, is so Y2K-ish to me. It just, just reeks of Y2K. Yeah, uh, definitely. Now, the other aspect of this AI thing is everyone's freaking out about being displaced, right? Do you need do you need a financial advisor when you just ask the the artificial intelligence where the best returns are? You don't even need they can artificial intelligence can go through the entire financial advising, you know, offerings out there and just say, "Well, here's the one that wins." <laughs> you don't really need True. anybody to tell you. The system can tell you. So there's a lot of concern, I guess, about displacement, but from what I've read if you look back at the you know past 40 years, I think it's like 90% of the jobs that existed 40 years ago don't exist anymore. They're all different jobs. Right. And we somehow and, survived. Well, I remember back in the 70s and 80s, there was talk about how robotics was going to replace people right. in manufacturing. And it has. It has. But now the people that are working in manufacturing right. are managing the robots, programming them, right. repairing them, working with them. Right. They're and, not being crippled with having to take their little fingers and put this little thing right. on. The robots are doing it right. for the you. The robots are now doing finer work, right. better, faster, right. so that people can get more done. Right. Same number of people, more or less, are getting more stuff done. So we'll, we'll be talking more about AI, obviously, but I my feeling so far is that this is a very Y2K-ish scenario <laughs> here where everyone's... Planes are flying, going to fall out of the sky if we continue with this AI. And uh, I just I'm, I just don't buy it yet. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Um, but we'll see what happens. So Jeff and, and AJ, hang on. we got two lines open for you guys. But you guys hang on. We'll get back to you after the break here. And uh, hopefully, you know, Skynet's not, you know, listening and going to shut us down. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. And we are still live over on the Facebooks. And if Zuckerberg deems this show worthy... You might be able to get it in your feed. If to make it more worthy, feel free to like it, make you know comments, whatever. Then then Zuckerberg thinks you're watching. We'll be right back.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Here till 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in. And he'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. We were just talking about that with AI just before we came back on the show. If you think about like reading radiographs, right? You've got doctors. Actually, doctors used to read them. Now I think they chuck them over to India and have some doctors in India read them rather than doctors here. But imagine if you could have AI read them and it would see your cancer or your issue much faster and much sooner. You don't have some blurry-eyed guy in the third world trying to read your your radiograph to tell you whether or not you have an issue, you just have the AI read it and say, bing, bing, here you go. Well, you could even have the AI uh, weigh in on the picture. Right. Let's say, so the doctor isn't just looking at a at an X-ray. Right. The AI can maybe flag a couple of things in the X-ray. Yeah, look over here, buddy. Point over and say, you know, what do you think of that? Or right. what do you think this is? Or whatever. And it gives the doctor a little more to actually process right. when they're looking at it. Yeah, so I, I have seen more positives for AI than negatives so far. Yeah. Again, until my refrigerator literally eats me. Um, <laughs> then, we'll, then we'll have to change. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Middletown and Jeff first. What's happening, Jeff? Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, uh, first off, love your show. Thank you. You guys are uh, not only is it a value add, but it's just interesting. I, I'm an IT guy, so it's it's all good stuff. Thank you. Uh, I just want to share something with you. Sure. Uh, got a new real quickly. I, I got a machine, a new machine at work. They upgraded us. Yeah. And because we were were telework four days a week, you know, video camera and teams are very important. Yes. So I get it home, and you know, after driving to get it fired up and I went into teams where I put up my custom background on it and wouldn't, wouldn't recognize my camera. Wouldn't, couldn't find it. Device manager, nowhere. It was like the camera did not exist. Oh, okay. Not, not helpful. Well, no. Here's how I fixed it though. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I had a thought and I didn't, I never knew this. I, I did it on a, just on a hunch and it worked out. I rebooted the machine. It's a Dell Latitude uh, 5523. Yep. Did the F2 trick when the splash screen came up and I went into the BIOS. Yes, sir. 
And right under the BIOS, there's a, you know, in one of the categories, there's a checkbox for enable cam. And nobody oh. checked it. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Good. I. Why would they even have that checkbox? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. I, again, I I can't hazard a guess why. It's the first BIOS I've ever seen that has that option. Yeah, I can't remember that either. So it'd be news to me too. Yeah, pri- maybe privacy reasons or what have you. But I've never seen that checkbox in my life. Wow! Right, so I, I sent a, I sent a, a, a full you know instructions on how to do this back to the IT guys, the support desk. Nice. And um, I don't know how I'm not sure exactly how pervasive this issue is, but when people try to use their camera in Teams, Windows itself can't even see it because the BIOS won't let it. Right. Yeah. If, right. the, if the computer doesn't know you have the appendage. It's effectively not there at all. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. I thought it was interesting. I just wanted to share that with the crowd. Well, we appreciate yeah, it. I, that, that's first I heard of that, so I really appreciate knowing it. Yeah, low level. This is like, so just so you know, folks, I mean, this is low level stuff, right? We would we, Most of the time in the help desk, you don't, you don't assume that the, that the system has got a camera yeah. showing there, but it's been not enabled. That is yeah. pretty counterintuitive. So thank you, Jeff, for uh, finding yeah, that out definitely. and telling us about it. Yeah, welcome. And one last thing too. Yeah. Talk about you were talking about AI before. Yes, sir. Um, and I agree, it does whiff a whiff a lot like Y two K. Doesn't it? But the one that could, well, yeah. But the one concern I do have is the people who've created a lot of this stuff. They're not sure exactly how it works, and that always makes me a little nervous. Okay, yeah, and then you, but you can apply that to almost everything, right? You had some sure. ding dong in Wuhan in a lab making something that they didn't really know how it works either. You know, I mean, Look how that yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but 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 uh-huh. we but we're all here still. So I mean, uh, you know, it it's it's I don't know. I think no, I think I, I think, agree with you guys. That, I agree with you guys. That it's a little too much hysteria. But yeah. at the same time, we don't need a, a sorcerer's apprentice situation either. We don't. But so my my default life approach is not to be afraid, right? I mean, uh, I grew up as a Gen Xer. Uh, the default life approach for me is I'll take the risk, let me take the risk, and don't have government you know, swaddle me in whatever protections or have the media freak me out. With all, you know, Hide under your desk in, t- in, in the case of a nuclear bomb. Does that make any sense to you, Jeff? Um, no, and, and I'm with you. I'm also a gen, I'm, I'm the high end of Gen X, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not scared to death of this. I'm not wet in my bed and staying up late at night worrying. I just right. I'd like to know more about how it works. That's all. Exactly, and we'll find that all out. But unfortunately, these newer generations, their default approach is: Can I get a bubble and wrap myself in it, please? Um, and <laughs> oh, yeah. that's not helpful. Oh, God no! I I. Don't even get me started. That's, that's another yeah. hour's worth of discussion. Yeah, it's a whole different program, I know. But AI is very technological, so that really fits right in this wheelhouse of this program. So I'm going to say I'm not afraid right now. I mean, until we're proven otherwise, I, I think it's going to help and, and solve a lot of the world's problems. Um, you know, Elon, I, 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 I worry. I, I trust Elon, and I, if he thinks it's something to be worried about, maybe we should be. But then again, he makes cars that um, you can't put them out when they catch fire or they run into the back of uh, of uh, emergency vehicles constantly. Um, you know, he's got his pluses and minuses too. You know. Well, Bill, you remember um, not Bill Gates, uh, Stephen Hawking. Yes. Was also firmly against artificial intelligence. Yeah, he was. Um, yes. Smart. He's a bright, bright man, but he. Yeah, he uh, I didn't quite agree with him totally, but he makes some pretty pretty cogent points. Well, then that's great. So then what kind of human hubris do we have to stop it? 
I mean, we can't. You know, we we think we can do one percent changes in the in the global temperature, and we think we can, you know, stop a virus from uh, virusing. I, I I don't know where we get this power as humans that we have this uh, all these abilities to do all these things when we we can't well, even. Know, we can't figure out even how to make highways that work. We can't figure out how to have our treasury uh, here in Connecticut actually invest in proper uh, re- returns. We're going to stop AI, R- really? Well, I mean, it was ever since Al Gore invented the internet, you know. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I mean, more power to us, I guess. But we continue to make the same mistakes over and over again, and maybe AI can stop us from doing that. Hmm. Right? Maybe if, if we had some AI involved and it said, hey, human, you're about to blow yourself up. Can I stop you, please? I mean, that might be helpful. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah, well, me either. We'll find out. Yeah, very good, Jeff. Well, thank you for that, in- that insight on the uh, yeah. camera. Yeah, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey, keep up the good work, man. You guys are the bomb. We'll try. Thank you. All right. So, we're, uh, we're going to step out for a quick break here. AJ, Nadine, Sheila. back. This is Computer Talk. We're going to be here till 11. Let's get to your calls as fast as we can there. We went a little long with our last caller, but it is what it is. Let's go to AJ in South Windsor first. What's happening, AJ? Uh, as usual, you guys are keeping me company on my morning walk. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and I don't care what WTIC management says. I think you're doing a great job. What, what, what have you heard what? that we haven't heard? What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, before I get to my question, I saw a uh, a T-shirt that said, "My password is the last five digits of pi." <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All like right. It. Okay, uh, two-factor authentication. Yes, sir. I've got a couple of accounts, uh, a few more than a couple, and one one sends the second factor to my email, and the, another one. The others send it to my uh, iPhone. Yep. And so my question is on Proton, I assume they would send it to uh, my phone also. Or do you have a choice? Um, well, you probably have choices right now. They have authenticator options. Um, you can send it to you know Google Authenticator, the Microsoft Authenticator, your phone, email. All those things are there for you. Are, are the apps worth it? Well, the thing about having your phone number or your phone getting a, the text there is that your phone can be SIM jacked. So uh-huh. if you have, uh, you know, let's say a million dollars in fake crypto money, right? Um, the bad guys want it. They're gonna they're gonna spearfish you, and that means go directly after you. And then they're gonna go and figure out, okay, AJ's got a, an iPhone from Verizon. I'm gonna go ahead and talk to my Verizon insider, and I'm gonna have him. Simjack his number so that when the second factor comes in, it's going to go to my phone instead of your phone. So phones were great, but again, having the mobile companies do security is probably not the best idea. Um, and using authenticator-style apps, or like the apps we talked about with Duo uh, that we use in a, in a professional way, are probably more secure than a number being texted so, to you. So what's your, what would your preference be for a private person? For for a private person, authenticator would be a good way to do it. Also, you can do a physical Yubico key. That's pretty hard to hack, I'll tell you. A physical Yubico key is on your person, and literally it's it's plugged into your computer. I'm show you up against the camera here. You plug it into the computer, and then when you go ahead and uh, log in, you have to tap the key that you're the one tapping it. 
that guy can't really defeat that very well. Um, How do you spell that uh, key? Ubico. Y u b i c o. Yeah. Oh, y u b i c. Y u b i c o. I c o. Yeah. Okay. We'll put it. We'll put a All link right. up to. We'll those. put links up. Okay. All right, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. That's it. I'll see you guys next week. All right. Make sure you put in a call to management and change their minds. I'll do my best, but right. I have a lot of clout with them, you know. Sounds good, AJ. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Let's go on to West Hartford and Nadine next. Hey there, Nadine. Hi. I have a question regarding proton mail. Yeah. So I do use proton milk as you recommended it. And mm-hmm. so my concern is um, I started reading about proton mail. I got a little confused. Yeah. Is it actually encrypted if I send an uh, uh, email from me in my proton mail account over to like Gmail for somebody else to read a message? They'll be able to read oh. the message, but it is encrypted within the proton mail system. But once it. Right. Once it exits to Gmail, then it may not be encrypted anymore. Well, that's the thing. That's when I uh, that that's the point. Like then, when I started getting confused, and that's why I called you guys. So if you, I think it's if you want to have somebody respond to a email from a email from me to Proton Mail over to Gmail, like if they were going to give me some message of, about like, oh yeah, here's the your blood test or whatever. <laughs> and so then, do you then have to send a code from nope. the proton mail thing it's, it's that's when it got really confusing it, I'm like, yeah what? it is and, I, and i'm gonna be honest with you i'm not exactly 100 percent on it myself so when they respond to you to your proton mailbox that that response is encrypted on your side right but G, okay. gmail may be able to see what they responded to you with right but within the proton mail system that that is completely encrypted Right. Okay, great. That's why I was so concerned about. Like, I was like, do I have to send all these passwords? No. Nope. And so, actually, I use Authy as well because I um, have a, for the uh, the second uh, confirmation thing for two FA. You mean mail. for two FA? Yeah. Yeah, Authy. Yep. Yeah, because I'm just trying to protect as much as I can. So everything that you guys tell me to do, I do. Okay. <laughs> all right. And it's all good until it's not. So understand that our advice is, is as good as it is until it's not so that we don't. Well, no, I, I understand as well. And that's why I keep listening. And I, I, go, I go up to your website to check like, oh, what's changed now or whatever. You have to stay alert about everything, right? So yeah. I just, uh, every Saturday, I listen with you guys to say, oh, what should I be doing now? Well, I appreciate <laughs> so thank that. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. I'm glad it's worked out for you, too. We do, we, do, we do our best. And we eat our own cat food. Yeah. If only they would all change the bank to have everything with to offer patients, sorry, that kind of thing as well. None of the banks seem to have it all. Um, they're supposed to, and and, and mo- a lot of the ones that I've been involved with do have 2FA. You have to enable it in some cases. In some cases, they force you to enable it, but well, they yeah, really but, should force it. Well, the, the thing is, well, you can also say, oh, no, I don't need to use this uh, uh, this time, so I'm not going to use it again. And I'm like, what? So, it should be like everybody chooses that you ha- like, you know, that you should have the option not to be able to say, like, oh, no, no, I don't want to really – well, want to use it because somebody could hack in that. Well, you so okay, yeah, I hear you. But if you have a trusted device, right? If it's a trusted device, you can be comfortable that you don't have to keep doing two FA to a trusted device. If you want to be super secure, yeah. you would not turn on those trusted devices um, and and force the two FA. I mean, if you're worried about somebody literally sitting on your computer and 
physically are accessing it as a trusted device. I, don't, I hear you. And that is a way to defeat 2FA, right? There's caching that occurs and stuff like that that the bad guys can use to try to defeat right. that. They wait for you to authenticate yeah. it while they're on your system. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's we're all battling. Uh, we're trying to stay ahead of the bad guys, the bad actors, as it were. Mm-hmm. So tur- well, turn it on and all. It's going to be my next step. I'm just trying to master that one, too. <laughs> all right. Thanks. All right, Nadine. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad she's running Proton Mail. Let's see if we can get another call in here. Yeah. Who's been on the longest here? Sheila. Hey, Sheila, what's up? Hi. Um, you know, ever since the Halloween ice storm, I've, I've been clinging to my landline. Yeah. But I I really should uh, – so I was wondering what you think of a satellite phone, phone as a uh, an alternative to a landline. Well, it's quite an alternative. I mean, you're, you should be able to communicate. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely will um... – Will work even in the worst weather. Yep. And um, the, yeah, and and uh, the, but you still would have to charge it, right? You have to be yes. prepared, right? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. So, so you, I guess it's no better than a cell phone in that respect. Well, I wouldn't say that because if if we ever have like a, a vast statewide outage like we had, yeah. Um, in that case, what was happening was the cell towers were losing power. Yeah. I mean, they might be running on generators for a day or two, but they, they were dying. Right. And then your 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 cell signal is gone. Right. Yeah. Um, with satellite, there's no dependency like that. Right. And the satellite signal just keeps coming down to Earth from the space. I found it interesting, too, during that time where it was like gas stations didn't have to have generators on hand to pump gas. I mean, how crazy is that? That was that was not a thing, you know, as a you know, by the way, if you, if you can't put who, who who sits in these disaster uh, recovery thing uh, uh, scenarios and doesn't think about that? You know, I, I would assume by now. I mean, this is just me. Right. But I'm just assuming that the cell towers probably have solar panels on them. Right. Because who? Well, they're all set to just well, run a lot with of, an individual solar panel, a right? A lot Dennis? of them, a lot I, of them did have generators. Yes, and those generators were running for a couple of days yeah, in yeah. a lot of cases, but they were not meant to carry over for an entire week or more. No, but I, wouldn't you think they've already been sold solar panels? I mean, wouldn't you have a nice solar panel and a battery attached to these things? You wouldn't need to do anything anymore. A lot of the cell companies have done that. That's, yeah, that's hopefully yeah. what they've done. So, Sheila, I hear you. Um, You'll be set with a satellite phone or not, but the landlines are going away. Eventually, you're going to just lose it anyways. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, do you have any idea of, of a uh, good type of satellite phone, a good brand? Never have I ever used a satellite no, phone. I've never used it myself I've either. only seen him in the movies. Sorry, <laughs> Sheila. Oh, no, there's one that's uh, called InMarsat, iSat phone. It's for eighty nine ninety five a month. Well, Inmarsat is a very well-known, very old satellite company. Yeah. So I would think that you get some dependability just from that. We're but gonna, beyond that, I don't know. And 90 bucks a month is pretty steep. we got to let you go, Sheila. We're running out of time here at the program. We appreciate you calling in. And we appreciate all of you guys calling in. We, Without you guys doing the show, we'd be talking about our kids and our cats. I want to thank Mike G for hosting everything live. I want to thank Carolyn for producing. Have a great time at the concert, Carolyn. Remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next Saturday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.